Hello and welcome back, Cryptid Enthusiasts, to Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Justin Crunkleton, backed by Tacoa Falls College Eagle Radio Team. Let me ask on this episode, have you ever felt like you couldn't move when you were awake? Your eyes snap open when you're asleep, fixated on the ceiling or perhaps a corner of your room, and you feel something there, watching. You look around, as far as your eyes can see, you go to lift your head and shoulders, but you're frozen, stuck. If that has ever happened to you, let me ask, have you ever seen anything? Perhaps a corner that's darker than dark? A doorway, perhaps you left closed, but now open? Perhaps a figure standing there? This is not uncommon, sounds like a nightmare. But the supernatural entity we tackle today is one reported from all around the world, and it's as old as time itself. Specifically, we call this figure the Hat Man. However, in a greater sense, we refer to this entity as Shadow Peak. Shadow people are reported worldwide and since the beginning of recorded history. Shadow people seem to be living shadows taking human shape. They're usually seen out of the corner of people's eyes. Some people see semi-transparent dark splotches. They vanish as soon as a person realizes what they saw. When people see shadow people, a feeling of despair and fear come over them. There have been some reports of being attacked or being chased by these shadows even. So just starting off, have you ever felt like you've been in that situation? I know I have. Been in an odd place at home alone, or someplace I don't trust. It's dark, or I'm by myself at night, and I'll just happen to see something. I could have swore I just saw something. And it, no matter what it is, even if I come to the conclusion that it was just a blur or a trick on my mind, it doesn't do anything but give me the chills in the moment. I can feel my adrenal glands activate. Shadows in the corner of your eye, I believe almost everyone can agree, are something that makes the hair stand on end at the very least. Now these reports and descriptions of shadow people, again, whereas universal, they aren't that complicated. And in a pretty agreeable sense, the shadows are usually larger than a normal shadow and notable notably don't resemble the shadow of the person sighting it. They are often reported moving with quick, jerky movements and quickly disintegrate into walls or mirrors. They range from being mist-like to being completely solid like a regular human, black and opaque. Though this is not true of all shadow figures, some of them may possess eyes. The eyes vary in color and are classed as having certain traits of behavior based on the color of their eyes. Although this list is still being documented, it is known that the white-eyed shadows are typically faster, more logical, and more still. I would have liked to hear the consensus on that research. On their behavior, they are believed to be evil and aggressive in nature, although a few people consider them to be a form of guardian angel. A shadow person's behavior tend to vary, suggesting that they may be as varied as regular people. Some report that when looked... Uh, when being looked at in the chest or eyes, 
They emit a loud scream or screech that sounds like static, loud winds, and or creaking wood. They often cause their victims to feel unable to move, stare at them in silence, rarely ever speaking. Sometimes they will even sit on their chests. Many are spotted within hospitals or otherwise near those who are dying. Already we are beginning to think. Sleep paralysis, perhaps? Sleep paralysis, if you didn't know, is a sedentary state between the awake and the dreaming state of mind. Uh, when your body goes to sleep, uh, your brain kind of restricts your muscles so that during a dream you don't thrash around and move, hurting yourself. Sleep paralysis is when your mind is awake and your eyes are open, but you don't necessarily uh, release your muscles yet. Your mind doesn't release them to be moving yet. So it feels like something unnatural is keeping you caught still. And since we're halfway between reality and the dream state, you can begin to see things that, well, quite aren't really there. Such as spiders on your wall or shadow people in your corner. You can oftentimes hear people reference things such as a sleep paralysis demon. And funny enough, these demons, quote-unquote, seem to fit the description of shadow people pretty quite often. Now, sleep paralysis being a very common thing across the world in our human state, um, this isn't anything to really worry about. Except for the fact that there is one common denominator between many, many accounts across time and across the world in each and every nation and each and every culture. For some reason, all cultures around the world seem to have experienced a shadow person in their sleep paralysis state with a hat. A bowler type hat, perhaps a trench coat, a male persona commonly referred to generally as, fittingly, the hat man. <clears throat> he is seen with very few variations across the world. He's a solid black man, sometimes with red or black eyes, with a wide-rimmed hat, uh, typically reported to either be a Zorro hat or a fedora or a bowler hat, and a long trench coat, sometimes a cape, Unlike other shadow people, he is generally seen as much more physically solid and there. He is sometimes reported to have a goatee or be clean-shaven, although some reports claim he has no face at all, only distinguishable male features. Those who have seen the Hat Man report feeling a sense of malevolence coming from him, and he seems to show curiosity towards witnesses. He seems to take great pleasure from the fear that, of witnesses. Some that even say that he's gone as far as to claim them to be him to be the devil. There have been reports of the Hat Man bringing forth other shadow people under his control to be able to reach out and even harm people in their sleep paralysis state. Although there have been some statements that even when someone breaks out of their sleep paralysis state, he remains present. The shadow people still assault him. Them coming up or waking up or exiting this state with bruises or cuts, signifying that what they've gone through is real. Of course, this is only from 
eyewitness account and vetting these eyewitnesses is of course an impossible task. But it makes you wonder, why do so many cultures have the same description of this particular shadow entity? Now, shadow people is something that I could be much more believable that other cultures have experienced all around the world. I mean, let's just chalk up shadow people uh, in a t totally mundane sense to simply be tricks of the eyes. Uh, our mind playing tricks on us. Okay, we're all human. That's going to happen across the world. There's going to be reports and stories. But why do so many depict him with a hat? When especially the type of hat he wears is not that common in some places in the world. But we're getting reports of seeing this man from places like Sudan, uh, the Horn of Africa, Asia. Places where these, that hat is not quite common. Especially even America today. That hat is quite out of style. It leads me to wonder the possibilities. Why is this the case? Well, we have one thing. We have one theory. And the theories will get a bit crazier as we go on. Of course, that's the fun of Crypto Corner, isn't it? The first theory I can think of is that, well, let's just say, since other cultures have understanding of demons and uh, evil spirits, let's start with that. Uh, the hat man is a demon, a demonic entity or spirit that is evil, and he chooses the same form each time as he continues to haunt and terrorize those who find themselves in this paralyzed sleeping state, uh, and feeds off their fear and that energy. Okay. You have the Oni of Japan, you have the uh, demons of other cultures, demons in biblical Christianity. Who says they can't take the form of a shadow? Who says they can't take the form of a shadow of a man with a coat and hat? Perhaps that's what that demon prefers. And in that case, if you are one to believe in demons, then it's pretty well and easily explained. Let's go a little bit farther out on the bird, on the fringe here. Let's get into it just a little bit of one of my favorite theories, and that is, or conspiracy theories, and that is, uh, this life is a simulation theory. Now, whether I'm a true adherent believer or not is left to be said, but I think there's quite a great deal of fun in the life is a simulation theory. Um, one of the few main tenets of that being that life is a simulation, there are glitches in the system, um, there are certain people who are actually real. There are certain people who are uh, more programmed, who are kind of, uh, to an essence, false actors, described as NPCs, according to uh, uh, the gamer types, as non-player characters. Uh, people who are generated and programmed to respond in certain ways only. They are not unique in their personality. Um, there are other things such as the, the goal for those who adhere to the simula simulation theory are ways to get out, get out of the simulation, things like that. So that brings the question, if life is a simulation and this whole world we perceive as a simulation, 
then are our dreams simulations within simulations? Now I know I beat the S word to death here, so let's just begin to move on to um, dreaming is a whole other world inside the world we already live in. If that dreamland could perhaps be described as an escape from this world and the things that we understand and perceive, I wonder in such a wondrous state of mind that dreaming can be versus the more mundane perceived world that we live in, what happens when you get caught in that transitory period? A transitory state scary to be in, almost that of like astral projection. Who comes to visit you to keep you in check? The hat man. The hat man could perhaps be an entity outside the simulation, on the side of the faction that perhaps runs the simulation and keeps us in it. They don't want us to get out. They don't want our dreams to be our escape. Whenever we get caught lacking and get stuck in that transitory period, well, there he is. There to scare us back into keeping things more perceivable, more in this world. Um, truly a somewhat frightening notion for, again, those who believe in the uh, simulation theory. Um, if I could go any more into the fringe, I would perhaps dip into the theory that if we are a collective consciousness around the world, if we are to believe that, you know, those who will say, well, the human is God and uh, we are all God in ourselves and we all have a collective spirit and consciousness that involves nature, if we are all a conscious mind and conscious spirit, then this seemingly completely spiritual entity being the same around the world would make sense. Uh, it is the way that we perceive him, or the way that he lets us perceive him, or the way he chooses to be perceived. The Hat Man has many different ways to be explained, but how can we end up truly explaining such a thing? All I can say is, make sure you drink plenty of water and get enough sleep, and let's stay, let's hope you stay in that good REM deep sleep. I myself don't struggle with sleep paralysis, however, would it be cool to experience it just the once? Well, I'm a bit of a thrill seeker and a bit bored on the horror movies and horror games, things like that. Uh, such a fright would be, I'll just say, quite something. But for those of you who struggle with uh, anxiety and paranoia in these ways, uh, don't worry. I'm sure the hat man will not come for you. Especially not before he comes from people who wish him upon them, like me. <laughs> so after hearing all this, what do you think this could be? The Hat Man. An otherworldly demon visiting our world to feed off the fears of those in their most vulnerable state? An agent of supernatural and otherworldly uh, agenda coming to enforce the rules of the simulation upon us, or perhaps just a figure of our own collective conscience. I'm sure you could ask plenty around the world, and for those of you who know people who struggle with sleep paralysis, ask them. 
Do they have they ever seen such shadow people? And if so, ask them about his hat, if he has one or not. I really enjoyed this episode of Cryptic Corner, uh, taking on a bit of the supernatural and one that spreads across all cultures. Um, join me again next time here on Cryptic Corner. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Crunkleton. On behalf of Tacoa Falls College Eagle Radio team, I thank you.